quick reminder, the host of this show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. Guests on the show may be clients of Mach 1 Financial Group and comments should not be taken as an endorsement or testimonial of the firm. Comments are the sole opinion of the speaker and do not reflect the opinion of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing said on the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. This is Mike Frost, and today on the podcast, we have a very special guest and a personal friend. Uh, We'll let you know who that is in just a moment. But first of all, today on the podcast is Natalie Wilson, our marketing uh, director, is here and our producer, of course, of the podcast. Uh, But we're missing some people. Natalie, what's going on? We are. Everyone is out. Yeah, a couple of our folks actually have the dreaded COVID. They're doing fine, but we're not letting them come to the office. So, As David would say, do not fear, they're okay. Well, today we are very excited and honored to have a licensed professional counselor and a licensed marriage and family therapist. Natalie, we may both need to use this one here. Uh, Miss Susan Goss, uh, you may recall, recently we had Dr. Stephen Goss on here. They're actually a couple. Uh, and I'll read a little bit about Miss Susan here. She's the founder and director of Tangible Truth Ministries and is passionate about loving and teaching and training others to develop a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Susan is licensed professional counselor and a licensed marriage and family therapist and co-founder of the Joshua Center, a faith-based therapy center out of Northwest Arkansas. She's a contributing writer at Celebrate Magazine, Northwest Arkansas, guest commentator on KLRC, and produces a weekly video blog called Susan Shares. Susan's on the board of trustees at a Washtenaw Baptist University, the other OBU, the Endeavor Foundation serving the Northwest Arkansas, Arkansas area, and most recently joining HARC at the Center for Collaborative Care. Susan is married to Dr. Stephen Goss, that and the, the absolute love of her life. Now, she wrote this, Dr. Goss, so you ought to give her a good <laughs> Christmas present for that. Dr. Goss is the physician and president at Mercy Clinics in Northwest Arkansas. They have two married children. They've been married themselves for 39 years. They live here in Bentonville. Uh, like I said, they've got two married sons, and they have two grandchildren. And we're going to ask Susan in a little while what her grandchildren call her. You'll enjoy that. Uh, Susan, she has a B.A. in elementary education from OBU and a master's degree of educational administrations for the U of A. Her first career was an elementary school teacher. I didn't know that about you. And assistant principal. Uh, After that, she became the women's ministry director at our church, First Baptist Bentonville, uh, after her mom retired. So her dad passed away. So she decided to do that. And she was great at it. And most recently, she has graduated from John Brown University with her master's in counseling, as we said, licensed professional counselor and licensed marriage and family therapist. So please welcome to the podcast, Miss Susan Goss. Thank you, Mike. I do have a correction. I don't think it was changed on my uh, on our website, Natalie. And uh, we, because Steve uh, reminds me, we've been married for 42 years. Woo, 42 <laughs> years. Bless <Woo>. his heart. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Okay, so the question. So you got two grandchildren. Yeah. Personal question here. What do your grandchildren call you? Honey <laughs> and Doc. 
We're hunting a dog. Isn't just, that awesome? I love that. And, and you know, reading your bio here, and you, I didn't realize you had been a teacher and assistant principal, but uh, later in life, I'll say that, you went back to school to become a, a counselor. Yeah. How old were you when you went back to school? I was 47. 47 years old, so it's never too late. No. Fantastic. Never. Absolutely not. All right. Okay, Susan, well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. We talked a little bit before the podcast on what all's going on. And, and so, Susan, how long have you been practicing as a counselor? Well, I, I did go back to school, as, as you ask, at 47. And when I did that, Mike, I got out of everything. So I did that graduate program in two, just a little over two years. So I've been, uh, including my practicum, since I was 49 and I'm 62. Wow. So you're the math guy. Wow. That's, I didn't realize you've been doing it that long. That's fantastic. So you've obviously seen a lot of things. You've started the, the Joshua Center and you, you're working there. Uh, so you've seen lots of patients come through. And in 2020, it's had to have been a unique year, I would say. It has been a unique year. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what has been your, uh, coming from a teaching background and now to counseling, um, what has been the biggest, man, I didn't expect that in your counseling? Well, you know, oddly enough, uh, they kind of went hand, they kind of go hand in glove. Uh, because when I was an administrator, I was given a lot of the discipline. And do you know when they, the teachers would say, so-and-so is uh, really acting up in class, they would send them to me. And I would not see that child until I saw the parents. Or if it was a single mom or dad, I would say the parent. So that is therapy. And I didn't know it at the time. So if, uh, because when you see the parent, you it tells you everything about the child or the home or the system is what we call the family in therapy, the system. And so I was doing therapy when I was an administrator and I didn't even know it. <laughs> and so then I was a therapist and then I began to learn about the system and the subsystem and all that. And it all came together. So um, just meeting people where they are and learning about patterns has been fascinating to me, and it still is fascinating. So. And, and so you do see patterns. I mean, yes. if I were to come see you, all of my, I feel like it's just me, uh, but you see hundreds, if not thousands of people just like me, whatever my problems are, you've already seen a bunch of that. I may have some few differences, and, and don't let me put words in your mouth, but you, you've seen the pattern. Well, if I see you, I'm going to I'm going to ask you about, you know, we're all a product of how we were raised. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you a lot about your family of origin and and then I'm going to we're going to dig in deep with that and then and then I'll ask you why you're there. I'm going to meet you where you are and it doesn't matter why you're there. I'm going to meet you where you are with no judgment. With no judgment and that's key. You know, that that's very interesting to use those words, meet you where you are, because that's very similar to what Mach 1 does. Mm -hmm. uh, we have people come in that are very wealthy, and we have people that are just starting out and want to grow their wealth, and you, you, you got to meet them where they are. Exactly. that's where they are. Mm -hmm. Great point. Thank yes. you for that. Yes, yes. So you've been in counseling. I did the math on it. It took me a while, but I did the math on it. About 13 <laughs> years. Okay. Uh, and so in Northwest Arkansas, when I was looking to do some research for this podcast, 
there are hundreds of options for counseling in Northwest Arkansas. There are. So if Natalie or I wanted to go visit a counselor, so what's the first thing we should do? Well, you know, a lot of people, uh, that's a really good question. You know, some people automatically, you'd be surprised. Some people actually say to themselves, you know, I want to see a male uh, therapist or I want to see, depending on their issue, I'd like, I prefer a male therapist or I prefer a female therapist. I prefer a play therapist. If you're a parent and you have children and, and your child may be having an issue that they really need a play therapist. Play therapists are absolutely wonderful for children and they are qualified in very particular certain areas and uh, certified to, to see children. Uh, or couples maybe having a certain area. So you want to call and say, uh, do you have therapist in your center that are marriage therapists. So because our marriage is is in need of we need a marriage therapist. You know, like I am a licensed professional therapist. I'm a licensed family therapist, but I'm a, I'm a marriage therapist. I love seeing couples. They're they are messy, uh, but I have a love for it. Uh, and it doesn't mean it's not hard, but I love it. And you either love it or you, you know, a lot of therapists don't see couples. They see individuals only. So there's there's another part of that answer. So a lot of therapists only see individuals. A lot of therapists only see women. A lot of therapists only see men. So you've got some questions to ask when you call, at, depending on the need. Uh, other uh, people want to see faith-based therapists. So that would be another question they might ask. Uh, I'm in need of a faith-based therapist, and that's what I feel most comfortable in. Uh, some people are in need of a sex therapist, and so you want to ask if they're certified or comfortable in that area. So there's some, or I have high anxiety. Is there somebody there that really is uh, certified in in that particular anxiety, depression, uh, those kind of things? So. When you call the center and you express what you really need, they are able to tell you who is really, uh, that's their area. And um, so you you need to say what you need, and then they can place you. So don't call up and say, do you have any therapist? You need to call up and say, <laughs> this is my the reason I want to come in, and do you have a therapist that fits that need? I would almost say it's like going to the doctor doctors are have specialties therapists yeah. do too yeah it's very that's a very good point Natalie. great point Nick. yeah and, and so i know that you love this because even at our church you and dr goss have been on the stage talking about you know marriage and that s word that you just used here on our podcast can mike not say sex natalie <laughs> is he not I've like never that word? heard him say it <laughs> yes at Mach 1 podcast, are we talking about sex? <laughs> and, and Therapists do not have an issue with it, ask my mother. <laughs> Full disclosure, my mother happens to be a marriage and family therapist as well. <laughs> now I'm getting embarrassed on a podcast. But you do it, and you do it in a manner that helps people. Yeah. Because everybody has it on their mind, and you just put it out on the table like, okay, let's deal with it. Yeah. And you and Dr. Goss 
even at our church, just kind of laid it out there for the whole congregation. And I appreciate that about you. And you do it in a very professional manner. So thank you for that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. So so now we know kind of, all right, if we need to go see someone or we think we do, we kind of have, we tell them what we need and we see if they have someone to fit that need. All right. So now we're in a pandemic. Uh, people have lost their jobs. 300,000 people have passed away. Are you seeing in 2020 a different clientele come in because of everything that's going on? Well, I'm seeing um, the short answer to that is yes. I'm seeing um, some of my clients that are regular clients of mine with a different issue because perhaps some of their family members have lost their job. So now they're in a different place and coming to me for even different reasons than they used to be. I'm also having new clients, to your point, yes, because they're struggling because they have lost loved ones even because of COVID. And so they're in my office because of grief. And, um, and then on top of grief, you know, grief is loss, period. So it's not just loss of life, it's loss of job, as you just said, and it's loss of relationship, perhaps, because also, Mike, I mean, this is not part of the part of the question, but it kind of is, is during the pandemic, not also are we talking about the pandemic, but this political unrest also brought a lot of people into my office because as I mentioned about family of origin, some families have been split up over the political arena. Like, uh, and like my children, I just had one just yesterday that came to my office and, and her adult children, she said, they're not speaking to me. And because it's a political unrest. And so these are real issues, you know, that people are coming like, how do I deal with that? These are my adult children. We're split. This is, I mean, how do I speak to my adult children who believe something different than I do? And, and this has never happened. We've had a wonderful family that were brought up in a godly home and now it's very volatile, you know? And so these are real issues to face. And, um, and, and, and I will say that this client, so I, I don't have credit for this, but it was a great line. Uh, she said that she was watching Dr. Phil uh, on this issue uh, of political unrest, and he was saying, quoted saying, you know, at the end of the day, no matter who you voted for, who's going who's gonna to be there for you when you're sick and in the hospital? It's not going to be Trump or Biden. It's going to be family. You know, it's going to be family. So you gotta, you gotta be talking about relationship. It boils down to relationship. So that's what gets them in my office is how do you mean, how do you mend relationship and what does that look like? Um, so there's a lot there's wrapped a lot to around that. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. And it completely left me is the political piece of it because I'm thinking people losing their jobs, people getting sick and dying, uh, those things. But then the political unrest yeah. is just, I mean, you just keep piling thing one thing on top of the other. Yeah. Wow. They, they, no wonder you're working so much. I know. 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, it really has it been. It has been a year. Yeah. 
So as we come to the holidays, and this podcast is going to come out right before Christmas, people are gathered around, they're having a good time. What are some things people should look out for in a family member that may tell them, you know what, this person really needs to come see a, a person like a Susan Goss? What are some telltale signs we could look for? Well, that is an excellent question. I think telltale signs is when you know, uh, when you see a complete different uh, look or action from a loved one that has never been there before. For instance, someone that's been very jolly, when I say jolly, I mean happy, uh, their their demeanor is totally different. They're not participating in conversation. They're not being active with the family like they've always been. When you ask them what's going on with you and they're not able to articulate, in other words, they look depressed, they act depressed, they're not able to, they don't want to be, uh, they're isolating themselves. They're not, uh, they're not, uh, communicating with you and not active with the family. Those are real signs that they are isolating and they're not the same as they used to be. And it is a sign that they need to be talking to somebody because something's going on and you don't know. They're not as they used to be. And in the age of COVID where we are encouraged to isolate, right? I mean, we're being encouraged mm -hmm. uh, to you know stay away, get back, I mean, if we are together and we notice these things, that may be the only time you can notice it. So That's we right. need to have our radars up for things mm -hmm. like that. Very interesting. Yeah. And there, you know, and even around uh, a meal, which we have to be so careful, don't we, around a meal, but even if they're not eating uh, well, are there, are there, you may notice people that are overeating. It's one ditch or the other during during pandemic, people are overeating or they're not eating at all is, is how they're coping. And, but when you see a difference in behavior than you typically see and you ask and they really can't verbalize it, um, then there's something probably going on. And they need to process. Processing is so healthy. Um, and I saw somebody yesterday for the first time, and that's what they did. They just processed for an hour and a half and felt so much better. Um, but they hadn't been, and they'd been stuffing it. And it was getting really, really dangerous at a very dangerous level. And um, so very healthy to process. Well, before the podcast, um, we talked a little bit about, and you used the term self-care, Self-care. So can you kind of expound on what you mean by self-care? And I think I know what it is, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yes, self-care is really, really important uh, for everyone. And self-care actually looks different for everyone, too. Um, for me, I'm having to ask. I'm a believer, and so I really have to ask God all the time, God, what does margin look like for me in my practice? Because I tend to have a hard time saying no to people. And so I have to ask God, what does margin look like? And, and what does self-care look like for me? So for me, I'll just use myself personally. I, I really feed off God's word. So 
you know, this morning I got up and I've already read scripture. I was in Jonah today. So I wasn't reading the Christmas story. I was in Jonah. And, but I ended with Psalms and Proverbs and, and for our own family in, during the month of December, we focus, we have what we call, and this again was a borrowed idea from my uh, cousin, uh, years ago, but I love it. We have we do what we call a Christmas blessing, and we each pray. We ask God, "Who do you want us to bless during this Christmas season?" In a big way. This is not a five dollar anything. This is a big way, and it's a major part of our Christmas instead of giving to each other. And who it's called a Christmas blessing, and so it's a real focus toward others. It's an other focus during the month of December. And we don't reveal what we've done until we're around the tree. And it's the most exciting thing instead of unwrapping our gifts to to see what uh, Chad did and Ashley did. It's individual, not couple. So I don't know what Steve's done. He didn't know what I've done. And I don't know what... uh, See, it, it makes me cry. And I don't know what Jake's done or Mariah. And, or, and, and we reveal it then. And it is the most exciting thing that we do. And it's other focus. And it's really wonderful. It takes all the anxiety out of Christmas for me. And, um, and that's other focused. And then just keeping the focus of Christmas where it should be, uh, which is it's Jesus' birthday. So, you know, what is Christmas about? It's Christmas is, is a birthday party, actually. And so that's, that's what Christmas is all about. So um, that also helps take the anxiety away from me. And it's very, that's, and you say, how can that be self-care? It, it, it keeps it super flexible for me because that's the central focus. And so if I don't get the house completely decorated or if I don't, uh, do something just right. I am keeping the focus where it needs to be, which is the Christmas blessing and Jesus' birthday. But here are five things I wrote down real quick, and I'll try to make it real quick, for healthy self-care for all of us. This includes everybody. Uh, and the, the, the stats are, you can look this up anywhere, and it'll tell you that this is true. Exercise is absolutely the number one. Exercise is paramount as far as self-care for everything. Exercise, whether you're walking, we've got so many trails in Bentonville, there's no excuse, okay? Exercise, or if you don't like them, treadmill, but walking 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes a day is wonderful. What you eat does matter for real, drinking water and what you eat. uh, staying in community, even during COVID, to not isolate um, means staying connected either, and right now it may be through Zoom, but talking to people is huge. Isolation in the spiritual realm, the enemy you know, lives in isolation for sure. So we have to stay in community. Uh, finding a hobby to do is huge. Something new and different maybe to do, but keeping our minds at work is is very important. And believe it or not, you know, uh, light and not dark. You know, a lot of a lot of people 
will work in the dark, and that's that's not good. Uh, as much light as you can stay in the room. This room is awesome because there's so much light in it, and that's that's really good. Those are those are really good things for for self care, because even in uh, the beginning of fall and through winter, there's a thing called, um, it's called SAD, but it's, it's a seasonal affective disorder, and some people really have it. And you add a pandemic on top of that, um, that can really um, affect you. So you can do these things to help for self-care. Sleep is wonderful. Good amount of sleep. So are you getting enough sleep? All right. Well, you, you went ahead and answered the next question, which was, what are some practical tips that we could do to maintain our mental health, our physical health? And, and you've listed them out. I'm going to reiterate them. Exercise. Uh, whatever works for you, exercise. Just yes. do it. Yes. All right. Eat right and drink plenty of water. Stay in community. Make sure you have the people around you that care about you, so, someone you could talk with. Uh, have some kind of hobby to keep your mind at work. The Idle Minds, a Devil's Workshop, uh, mm-hmm. being the light versus the dark. There's scriptural stuff about that as well. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you have plenty of sleep. That was a bonus. That was six. Mm-hmm. Well, Susan, we are about out of time. Uh, I know we could talk for another two hours, uh, but thank you for your time here today. I'm going to recap this real quick. And if I miss anything, you please jump in. Okay. So if someone is looking for a therapist, they really need to know when they call, they need to be sure they explain what the need is and see if that particular place has someone that can meet that need. It is not one size fits all, just like Natalie said. It's like going to a doctor. If you got a foot problem, you don't go to the a therapist. You go to a podiatrist. So make sure you know who, what you need before you go. And then if during the holidays, if you're with loved ones and you see signs of people acting different, uh, they look different, uh, they look or act depressed, they're isolating, they're not eating or overeating, anything like that, that you might want to have a one-on-one conversation. Of, hey, you know what? You might want to go talk to someone. And I did leave out if they're super irritable, you know, and they're generally not uh, irritable. That's another sign. You know, they're just biting everybody's head off and they're generally not. That's usually, that's a, you know, that's coming from somewhere. And if you're afraid to talk to them, you just have them say, hey, listen to this podcast. And that might like, hey, that sounds like me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the last one we just talked about here was self-care. You know, I love the Christmas blessing. Our family does something similar to that. But I I think the whole point is get your mind off of you Mm -hmm. and get it on someone else. And that's the whole purpose of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't come here for himself. He came here for us, mm-hmm. and, and that's what he wants us to do. Uh, God gave his only son the best gift for us. So, Susan, thank you again uh, mm-hmm. for being here and sharing your knowledge with us. Um, we, we may decide to have you back someday w- once we get past COVID and see if there's some <laughs> new information that you would like to share with us. That'd Natalie, right. uh, as folks are listening and they have questions maybe for Susan or, well, Susan, first of all, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I'm so glad you asked that too, because I'm on the, uh, Brad Franklin, you know, Brad Franklin, Mike, he is on the board of Tangible Truth Ministries and he just gave us a gift. Uh, and speaking of a blessing, uh, he just opened up his new fresh roots, uh, counseling and I call it Bentonville, but it's actually Roger's address. And he, 
gave Tangible Truth an office. So I'm now there at Fresh Roots uh, Center. Of course, I'm always going to be a founder at the Joshua Center and partner with Joshua Center. But I'm at Fresh Roots Counseling now. So and and. Uh, Kelly and I work out of there on Tuesday and Thursday, but I see all my clients at Fresh Roots because my office is there now. So Fantastic. I've got a new office. So isn't that awesome? Do you have a phone number you want to leave with everyone? It's 479-986-8655. And Natalie, we're going to put their website uh, address on the show notes here so people can also get it correct yes we will link everything as well as if you have any questions about this podcast or maybe future podcasts you can always email them to podcast at mock-onefinancial.com or you can go to our website and click on the podcast tab and you can fill out the form there well thanks again to susan for being here and thank you natalie for producing the show and doing all behind the scenes work to make this thing come off and again like i always say you make us look good on the podcast we like to end each podcast with a thought of the day and here's one from dale carnegie most of us have far more courage than we ever dreamed we possessed and if you're having issues and you're concerned about things it's inside of you but you may need to go see someone like susan to help them bring that out of you okay folks that's it for today we appreciate you listening to the podcast and we look forward to you joining us next time on the mach one market moment Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mock-1financial.com disclosures.